Hi, I'm Stacy Hyde and I'm back for episode 104 of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. And as we near the end of the year, I'd like to kind of revisit IRA contributions, both pre-tax IRAs and Roth IRAs. It's a good time of year to be looking at, have you contributed to an IRA? Should you contribute to an IRA? If you're covered by a 401k at work and you've maxed out your contributions, it's unlikely that you're gonna be able to contribute to a pre-tax IRA. But if your income falls under the limits, then you should be looking at potentially contributing to a Roth IRA. But many people do not have retirement plans available to them at work and they've earned money so they are eligible to contribute to an IRA. And it can save you a significant amount of money on your taxes. Um, IRA contributions are not subject to federal income tax. And if you live in a state that's subject to state income tax, they're not subject to that either. That is the pre-tax variety. Then you have the Roth contributions and those go in after tax, they accumulate tax deferred. And as long as they, the money's been in the Roth account for five years and you're at least 59 and a half, then those monies come out tax-free, which can be a huge benefit to you in retirement. So many times we will tell people, especially if they're trying to keep their income down below a certain level, make those pre-tax 401ks through your employer. And then if your income allows, make a Roth contribution outside of that into your Roth IRA. Another option, and the key here is you cannot have other pre-tax IRAs. All of your pre-tax retirement assets must be in your employer 401k. Could be a prior employer 401k, but has to be in a 401k or a 403b or a 457 plan if you work for a governmental organization. But if that's the case, then you can do what's often referred to as a backdoor Roth IRA. So you make a non-deductible IRA contribution. To you, it feels just like making a Roth contribution. You let the fund sit there for 30 days and then you convert it to a Roth. So during that 30 days, if you haven't invested in money market, which is our recommendation, you're gonna have a little bit of earnings there. Say it's $100. When you do the conversion, you're gonna owe tax on that $100 but that's a small price to pay to convert $6,500 to Roth. That's the maximum um, IRA contribution for 2023. So that can be a way to get money into a Roth if your income's too high. Okay. The income limits in 2023 for being able to just directly make a Roth IRA contribution are 153,000 if you're single, 228,000 if you're married. So if your income is below that, then you can go ahead and just make a regular Roth IRA contribution. If you're 50, if you're 49 years old and younger, the maximum is 6,500. If you're 50 and older, it's $7,500 a year. So this is a great way to supplement your savings to sort of jumpstart it. Maybe you got off to a late start and you um, are trying to play catch up or if you're just getting started and your employer doesn't offer a 401k, um, or maybe you work a couple of different jobs, 
this is a great way for you to be able to put some money aside and have it accumulate for later on. Another advantage to a Roth IRA, which I don't want to you to think about it too much as a emergency fund, but if things got really bad and you had to have access to some money, if you pull out your contributions from a Roth IRA, you're not going to owe taxes on that because that was your contributions. But you also won't have it in retirement. It also will not continue to grow and build for your retirement. So best case scenario, you're contributing either to a pre-tax IRA if you're trying to keep your income down for tax purposes or a Roth IRA if you're trying to build that tax-free income for retirement um, and also just increase your savings. So it's a great way to do that. If you're married and your spouse does not work for a paycheck, you can also do either a, you can do a spousal Roth IRA or a spousal IRA, but the income limits for that are pretty modest if you're um, covered by a plan at work. So you might wanna do a Roth IRA for them, or you could do um, backdoor Roth IRAs for both of y'all if that was, um, if you were able to save that additional amount. But it's a way to kind of recognize a spouse that's uh, maybe staying at home to care for the family, to help them also accumulate some funds for retirement and it helps the overall family unit as well. Um, but that is a key thing as we enter the later parts of the year, I think it's important to start looking at that um, and then maybe set up a monthly contribution to your IRA so that you can just automatically fund that as you go throughout the year. And maybe you won't get it all funded for this year, but then for next year, you'll go ahead and fund it at the full amount because it's always better to get started. The, you know, the best time in theory to have ever started this was, you know, when, as soon as you got your first job, when you were 18, 19 years old, but the second best time to start is right now. And realistically, you're, you may be a little bit behind, but it will help you catch up, but cause doing nothing is not gonna move you closer to your goals. And it's a great way to set a little bit of money aside. Fidelity makes it very easy. So to Vanguard, um, most of the mutual fund companies allow you to open an account online and just fund directly into an investment in there um, each month. And then it's a set and forget it type thing. Unlike the subscriptions that you're always trying to figure out, okay, when do I need to cancel? These are kind of good automatic payments that you've signed up for. Kind of think of them as uh, retirement subscriptions. And I'd encourage you to do one of these. Thanks so much for tuning in. This has been another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less.